what's up? Hey there. So glad you're here. Put your seatbelt on. This is The Shaleen Show, and we're going to go for a ride in my car. Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Shaleen is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Thanks so much for joining me on this edition of The Shaleen Show, which is recorded from the front seat of my vehicle as I drive down the 405 in Southern California. I'm recording this on my iPhone. People always say, what's the equipment that you're using? Yeah, it's just my iPhone. It's got pretty good audio. And it's a decently quiet car if I don't have a bunch of things banging around. Today, I want to talk to you about something you might be doing that is unknowingly making people not like you. Which is, you know, to be honest, it's a sensational headline or a sensational title for a podcast. Because the fact is, it's probably people don't like you. It's not that it's making people not like you. It's just not attracting people to you. If you're doing some of these things, you unknowingly are making people kind of uncomfortable. And you're cutting yourself short because you're pretty awesome. And you're so much more fun to be around when you know that people like you. So if you're worrying about whether people like you, you're guarded and you're just not that fun to be around. And it's not a fun feeling. It doesn't feel good to wonder if someone likes you, which is why you're listening. So I want to cut to the chase because I want to give you one very simple tip that is going to fix this. Because I've listened to a ton of books about this subject first impressions, how to be likable, how to be liked in the first five seconds. Like I've studied this for more than 20 years because oftentimes I'm introduced to a crowd or an audience or maybe it's an ad and and I've got to figure out like how do I connect with people in like five seconds. So I spent a lot of time studying it and I've helped a lot of people to make this change. And there's a bajillion tips, but they're hard to remember. So I just want to give you one that matters the most. So that if you can't remember the other things, if you just remember this, your life will change. Opportunities will come to you. You'll feel differently about yourself. People will feel differently about you. You'll be the person that comes to mind first. Remember, we try to make things happen and go out of our way to take care of people who we like. We invite people to things that we like. We give them a break, we give them a discount, we hook them up. Everything we do, typically, is either because we think someone can do something for us, that's being honest, or because we just really like that person. I tend, I mean, I don't want to make myself sound like, you know, Mother Teresa over here or anything, but I just find it so much freaking easier and rewarding and fulfilling to do things for people because I like them. I've never done things for people because I thought they could hook me up or improve my social status or do something for me later. Because you know what? People don't never do nothing for you later. Don't ever do something for people because you think you're going to get the hookup later or they're going to reciprocate. It just, they don't. And the world doesn't work that way. And I kind of feel like that's God's way of teaching us that kindness and goodness should be for the right reasons. And when you're doing it to serve yourself, you won't be served. Okay, anyways, here's the thing. Here's the only thing you have to remember. Be curious and ask more questions. I'll say it again. Be genuinely curious and ask more questions. And don't ask questions because you're looking for an in where you can like interject and go, oh yeah, well I did that too. And oh, well here's something about me. Like 
genuinely be curious and ask people more questions. Now, when I say that, people who struggle to do that always ask me, well, won't that make me come across as being nosy or intrusive? And the answer is no. It makes you come off as being interested in them. And who's going to be offended by the fact that you're intrigued by them? Who is going to be offended or take issue with the idea that you want to know more about them? And if you do happen to ask a question that's a little too personal, that's okay. You just say, I apologize. It might have been too personal. I just find you interesting. I was just curious. But I'm telling you, you can ask my kids. You can ask my friends. You probably know this about me. I ask (laughs) highly personal, interpersonal questions of complete strangers. And I always have. And not once in my entire life, and I'm 49, has anyone ever said that's too personal. Now, on rare occasions, maybe like five that I can think of in my entire life, someone may have said, it's just not something I feel comfortable talking about or I'm just not ready to talk about that, or it's kind of personal. you know. But I've never seen someone become offended by it. And usually when that happens, it's an opportunity for me to show empathy and to give them a hug and to say, I understand. And that's your right, and that's yours. And I appreciate that. Like, that's personal. So it's only made things better. And no one's going to think less of you for asking a personal question. So, all right, so write that down. Because, like, if you get interrupted and you don't get to listen to the rest of what I need to talk to you about today, will you remember this? You want to be more liked. You want to be more likable. Why? Because you are a likable person. You shouldn't have to work so hard for people to see that. And it makes you uncomfortable when you think people don't like you. So please, just repeat this over and over and over again. I need to be okay with asking more questions and being authentically curious about other people. Be curious about, I think if you haven't done this all your life, you don't even know what questions to start with. But I always go back to what's this person's story, right? Like, what is their story? And everyone has a story. So what did you do before this? And there's always a follow-up question. What got you interested in that? And what did you like about it? And what drew you to that? Oh, dear brothers and sisters, like this, I, there's so many questions. I get My problem is I have to slow my questions down when I encounter someone because I'm so freaking curious. I don't want them to think that I'm interrogating them, but I do have a tendency to interrogate people. But I'm curious. And it's really worked to my benefit because when you know enough about people, you have empathy for them and an understanding and then you don't take things quite so personal. Oh my God, I just drove past. Oh my God, that was so crazy. Two identical twins. Wow, they are identical twins. They look like twin boys, teenagers, and they're both carrying a water bottle. Each, they're walking side by side. One, the outside of each. So one boy's tilting his head to the right. The other boy's tilting his head to the left. They're holding the water bottles in the opposing hands. So they've got to be mere twins. Because it was so... Sorry, I digress. Anyways, that was pretty trippy to see. Those are two mirrored twins. Send me a message if you're a identical twin, like a mirrored identical twin. Back to you and questions. So I find it helpful if this is something new for you to create a list of questions. And usually the questions can be asked regardless of the situation, whether you're at a function for work 
or you're talking to the guy who's bagging your groceries or anyone for that matter a new group of friends business associates questions you can ask what did you do before this where did you grow up Make a list of these questions and then keep them on your phone on a phone memo. And then you can pull them up when you're feeling a little bit of social anxiety before going to a party or whatever. Things like, do you have brothers and sisters? Where did you grow up? What was that like? Are your parents still alive? Oh, do you talk to them? Like, yeah, I know those seem like personal questions, but it gives you a lot of information about people. It gives you very valuable intel. Make a list of questions. How long have you lived here? Do you love what you do? What's your favorite thing about what you do? So what does a typical day look like? Oh, that job title sounds interesting. What is, exactly does that mean? How did you get interested in that? Like there's a bajillion questions you can ask. Okay, now let's talk about some of the things that are, I don't want to say making people not like you because the truth is, it's not that they don't like you. It's everybody likes you. But some people don't feel one way or the other. And this can happen to us, but these are some of the behaviors that make people uncomfortable. And let's face it, we don't want to be around people who make us feel uncomfortable. Number one is when you try to impress people. And, you know, it's not because you're bragging. It's that you're like, I, gosh, I, I want these people to, to realize that I'm on their level. So that can look like bragging sometimes when you lead with your resume or you lead with what you've done or you talk about your latest accomplishment and and often that is a sign of insecurity you're broadcasting to the world that you don't feel like you are enough so you have to lead with your accomplishments or lead with things you think are going to impress other people the next is when we think we're relating to someone you know like they'll say oh yeah my grandmother raised me that's a pretty profound statement and it's one that you should take a moment to like soak that in and think about what that must have felt like and how that probably gave them a unique perspective and and ask a follow-up question but what I see a lot of people do is they ask a question they get the answer and before the person can actually even finish the answer in an effort I think to relate you interject and start talking about yourself. Oh, really? That's interesting because my friend grew up and they were raised by their grandma too. And da 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 da. Well, so I guess you weren't that interested in me. All right? So when you do hear something you have in common, it is a great idea to let someone know how you can connect with that and how you relate to it. But don't make it all about you. Just a quick like, oh, I can so understand. Or that must have been difficult. I have a friend who grew up being raised by their grandparents. And then end it there so that they can continue on, like lead back to them. The next thing that people do that really makes others uncomfortable is being guarded. And we're often guarded as a protection mechanism. It's like, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to take you in and I'm gonna size you up and I'm not gonna let you really know like who I am my true personality etc because I really the reason why we do that is because we're protecting ourselves we don't want to be judged we don't want to be hurt we don't want to be rejected but being guarded to protect ourselves doesn't give people the impression that we're trying to protect ourselves it gives people in all circumstances the impression that you don't want to connect and you don't like them when you being guarded, you being quiet, 
you not saying much isn't people don't assume you're shy as adults they assume you think you're better than them and you don't care to connect with them next thing we do is that we lack eye contact if you don't give someone eye contact or worse yet if they're talking to you and you're giving them eye contact and then glancing over here to see if there's someone else who's like better to have a conversation with or what this person's doing or you know if you're not giving someone eye contact they're like why can't you pay attention to me and when we don't look at someone in their eyes god i had this happen the other day i was with a group of girls and one of them the entire time you know was telling this really riveting very personal story and we were all kind of leaning forward and listening and one of our friends was also leaning forward and listening but at the same time doing something on her phone I noticed this and I looked at her you know because she wasn't looking up (laughs) she wasn't giving eye contact to the person who was sharing the story and this is one of my friends I wonder if she'll figure out that it was her and by the way this isn't a judgment statement because I've done this too but man, I feel bad that I have and I try to never do it because I'm sure she was listening and I'm sure she was processing the story because she was nodding at the right times and, and even without looking up from her phone, asking the right kind of questions. But I just felt like, guy, you're giving this other person the impression that you just can't find the time to look up from whatever it is you're doing. Maybe she was taking notes. Maybe she was, who knows what she was doing. But it just, I think it gives the wrong impression. So you got to give people eye contact, especially if they're talking about something pretty serious. And then the next thing I want to say is not thinking about other people. And here's what I mean by that. Okay, so yesterday I had a gentleman who comes to our house once a month to clean our, our the outside of our windows at our beach house. So our beach house has these like really tall, all glass windows so you can see the ocean. Hello, right? Hello, of course. And, oh my gosh, living at the beach, whoo, everything just gets destroyed. It is a fortune to just exist. Everything gets corroded by the ocean. You're like, boo-hoo, oh, we feel so sorry for you living on the ocean. Anyways, the windows get thrashed. And, you know, that's the best part about living by the beach is the view, see, the ocean. And so we had this guy comes once a month and he cleans those huge windows and so he was in the house and we just got into this really great conversation like this awesome conversation and and it was an awesome conversation because he's super likable he was asking me a lot of questions and I was asking him a lot of questions and I could have sat there and talked to him for probably three hours we did talk for an hour we talked for an hour so fascinating but anyways at one point he said to me hey do you think I could get a water and I thought to myself Oh, I wasn't, certainly wasn't being very thoughtful. The guy's outside. He's outside in the hot sun cleaning windows. And he's here all the time. And I, I've never thought to offer him a water. That's not very thoughtful. You got to think about other people. What are they going through? And so then the very next day, which is today, we had people who were at the house and they're going to be there all day working on the audio equipment in our house. And it's hard to explain, but they have to be dropped off because there's not a lot of parking down by our beach house. So I knew that they were going to be there all day. And I also noticed because today I was like, okay, pay attention to other people. First thing I did is I offered them something to drink. Do you want to make a cup of coffee? And then I also realized that they didn't bring in like coolers or anything. So I'm like, hey, do you guys have plans for lunch? And they're like, uh, one guy's like, yeah, I brought my lunch. The other guy's like, no, I was going to figure out something. And I'm like, well, I'll order you guys lunch. What do you want? 
just thinking about people and thinking about like what do they have to encounter what do they have to endure what would make them feel comfortable what would be kind what would be conscientious think of others think of others don't inconvenience others how can I help this person not be inconvenienced even strangers just be kind these are the things that make you more likable think of others first and then the last thing I want to say is just nervous energy nervous energy is something to be aware of the reason why you're nervous is because you think other people are judging you or you think that they're not going to like you and again all of these things everything that I've just mentioned can be fixed by simply asking more questions being curious being authentically curious about others because here's the deal if you want to avoid you know that misconception that you're trying to impress people you can do so by being interested in them asking questions so that'll fix that you know when you are being guarded right because you're nervous and your arms are crossed and you're just kind of taking in everybody else you can fix that by asking questions by being authentically curious you can fix the lack of eye contact by asking people questions and then looking at them while they answer you can fix that nervous energy that you have by asking questions because they're not even paying attention to your body language if you're asking them questions they're just thinking about how to answer and how cool it is that someone's interested in them you think you will automatically know what somebody needs and how to help them be more comfortable or less inconvenienced or whatever it is taken care of if you just ask questions so that's it. That's all that I have for you today. I hope that you enjoyed this. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, in the description to this podcast, my list of questions. And then you can just, right from your cell phone, you can just copy that list and paste it into a memo on your phone. How's that? All right, so all you do is go back to the podcast, look at the description under the podcast. If you're listening to this on my blog, you can look at it on my blog post. Now, not all of them are going to apply but at least they'll give you a good idea, a place to start. Thank you so much for spending time with me in the car. I'd love to meet you in person. My live shows are up on the website. It looks like the next show that's soon to be sold out is Dallas, Dallas and San Diego. And new dates coming all the time. So thank you for getting on the list. If we don't have your city yet, it just means we don't have enough listeners that we know of in your area. So let's make that happen. Steal your best friend's phone and make sure that they're subscribed to The Shalene Show. And let us know where you'd like to come next and get on the wait list or the notification list, I should say, so that you'll be first to find out if we're coming to a city near you. When I say we, it'll be me and myself, my husband, me, myself, and I, <laughs> Brett and I, and my team. And it's just super fun. It's the most fun I've had in my career in a long time. It's freaking pure joy to do these shows. It's like awesome to connect with you guys live and in person and meet you and take photos and chat and have a cocktail or adult beverage and just, oh, it's been so fun. So I can't wait to see you at a live show. Please be sure to check those out by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash Shalene show live. And that's it for now. Don't forget, you, my friend, are the bomb.com. I love you and I mean it.